forever. Dog. Race chaser. Welcome back to Race Chaser, Classique, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. Oh. I sound like Kathleen Turner. Lies. Yes. In puberty. She's, uh, my name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem. Kathleen Turner is on Heartstrings. Have you watched that show? No, I, I haven't. haven't watched What's it. that? Uh, but Sharon was telling me about it. Uh, it's Dolly Parton's. They they've taken eight of her songs and made like oh, yeah, yeah, mini yeah, yeah, movies yeah. about each one. Mm-hmm. So each one's like in a different time period. Yeah, Kathleen Victorian Turner. Dolly. Yeah, Kathleen Turner plays these old bones. <laughs> and she's a psychic. Oh, and they try to take her land. <laughs> tell me, tell me, she has multiple like chains and jewelries. And I like, I haven't watched it, but I've just. I've heard tale. I need someone to send me the glamorous Monique does Alexa thing. We're like, spell Alexa, Monique. <laughs> where you left me at the club going someplace better. <laughs> Have you heard of that? Oh, my God. It's so funny. And I can't find it. And I asked Sharon, and she said, that'll take some digging, diva. <laughs> but she, I, I think she's going to find it. It exists. Yeah, I got to ask Chad. <clears throat> uh, you know what else exists? Season three of RuPaul's Drag Race Untucked. That's right. And as... Promised, we are here to provide award-winning content. Dissect, discuss, disappoint. <laughs> dissect, discuss, and disparage. <laughs> Dispute. <laughs> uh, this gown that you're wearing, though, before we start. Oh, is thank you so much. Metallic mint green or metallic powder blue? Yeah, they actually had to do a double-sided, uh, that, oh. that, um, fabric tape, mm-hmm. I think they use it for siding. Yeah. Just to keep it on. Mm. It oh. sort of becomes liquid on your body after you uh, and, put it on. I mean, it's illegal. That layer of cover voice should be illegal because you're frosted in it. You look so beautiful. Thank you so much. You must be taking advantage of the ho 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 three in a row where you get three cover boy products for 20% off now. Oh, wait, that That's sale's right. over. Is Never, it over? man. It's past the Monday thing. Oh, right. Maybe it's still going on. Try it for the rest of the month and see. Shopcoverboy.com. Yeah, coverboy.com. Slash drag. (laughs) Sorry about that. Why doesn't Coverboy take out ads on this podcast? (laughs) Well, it's not a bad idea. We might. Game changer. Haggett? We might as well. Uh, um, So... Season three of Untucked is pretty much the most legendary Untucked season ever because there's the Shangela Mimi brawl, and it's there's so many unanswered questions. Mariah has yes. a beard at one point, probably. Like season three is yeah. an enigma, and it's got some riddles. And those girls' NDAs are locked. Yeah, Untucked is definitely an enigmatic moment, and so that's why we are doing this segment, which we will call. The top ten moments from season three of RuPaul's Drag Race that we will discuss. That we will discuss logo VH1 subsidiary. 
Uh, so yes, as promised, we're going to dive into Untucked, which is now all on Hulu. So going back Hulu. in there, there's some like shit that you forgot ever existed. Yeah, not just those ugly couches. Yeah. So instead of doing like every episode of Untucked, we are doing a uh, top the ten top round ten up. moment. Yep, <laughs> a race chaser <laughs> round. Race chaser roundup. Hit it! <laughs> Hit it! <laughs> Test it! Get your fingers out of that peanut butter. <laughs> your stepdad, Greg Alvin, is coming over. <laughs> well, first off, we're going to talk about this intro, okay? Mm. Uh, which Rude. is youthful drama. Oh yeah, RuPaul's mustachioed, looking great, mm, daddy. Uh, yes. Um, but the intro has this really. Um, it just the music keeps ramping up. It's very dramatic. It keeps going dun 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 dun. It keeps going and mm-hmm. going. And they we did, see a whole bunch of clips. They they love using that kind of music, though. They did um, that, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun for my season's untucked. And then it ended with the button of, like, uh, the your tone is so pointed. <laughs> like, it was that music. weird music. Dun, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. Never mind. Sorry. Lord of the Rings music. Yeah, it was, like, real, like, chaotic and, like, orchestral yes, and shit. Yes. Epic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dramatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of uh, little mini clips and... Uh, Have you ever told a queen she's not on your level, though, to her face? No. Like, well, I feel like that moment is kind of that. Like, Phoenix says to Stacey, you're not on my level. Right. She's Yeah, they show all these little interactions, and I hope we'll cover them in this roundup. But, yeah. uh, I, because I think they show kind of all the best ones. Like, yeah. there's the drink throwing, and there's the, I'm not worried about you, and I'm not worried about you, and I'm not worried about you. You, you I'm kind of worried about, and I'm not worried about you. <laughs> I'm not talking to you right now, <laughs> Shangela. What um, is so not real about that? Yeah. Number 10. Number 10. Uh, of the Phoenix. biggest fits and fashions. <laughs> From episode one, the queen who mopped Christmas. We have fixations on those fits and fashions because this one especially is just a girl. She she got asked a question and she answered it honestly in a game setting and honestly and truthfully explained it. Said, yeah. girl, this is why I don't. This is why I do see Delta as competition. And that's my opinion. Yeah. And in this the end, who cares? This is between Phoenix and Stacey Lane Matthews. Yes. Deep friend of the pod, Stacey Lane Matthews. Deep friend of the pod, um, Phoenix ATL. Yeah, Phoenix Atlanta. Phoenix is basically like, Delta, I just want to tell you that I'm glad that there's a big girl in this competition like you. Because, because you're polished. Girls. And the other big girls who have been in this competition have been... Boo-boo. Have been a mess, mm-hmm. and Stacey Lane is sitting there, and she's like, <laughs> and she chimes in and says, "Hey, Phoenix, can I ask you something? Do you not see me as competition? No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Amy, and please see this PowerPoint. Why, Delta example polish." Lovely. Right, and you, she I said, don't see as polish. Yeah, when I look at you, I, I do don't not see, see polish. polish. Uh, I think Dale to Work is $75,000 competition. <laughs> I do not see you as $75,000 competition. So thank you for restating the question, but judges, when you ask, do <laughs> I see you as competition? No, I do not. Thank you. Girl, that's the double-edged sword you of ask. asking for someone's opinion. Girl, don't ask. Don't ask, don't tell. Because if you don't ask, then at least you can say, well, I didn't ask for your opinion, so why are you giving that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
for Stacy. She was plucked. Plucked like a Christmas goose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I wish we had a bird noise on here. Caw, caw! Oh, do your best turkey. We have to do an update on the soundboard. We have a few new cues we want in for the next. Yes, we do. Just saying. Number nine, the Shangela Showdown with Carmen Carrera. QNN News. It's actually from Snatch yeah. Game. That's the title. Oh, it's from Snatch Game. Oh, okay. <laughs> Intel. Texas. Wow. So, okay. So, just to give setup and context, uh, this is Untucked after Snatch Game. Mm-hmm. And Carmen Carrera had just done... Uh, J-Lo. J-Lo. And she, I think she kind of got red for it. Yeah, she did. It and wasn't s- very enigmatic. Yeah. So she was um, she was defending herself and she was like, well, uh, I like I'm- know J-Lo. Like, I've, I know her from movie sets, parties, special events, things, private events. Some um, things. I showed Mark a picture of myself dressed in drag as J-Lo. Mark being Mark Anthony being whatever. J-Lo's husband. So Mark booked me for her birthday. Uh, Mark booked me, whatever. Yeah, whatever. He she like, literally says Mark booked me, whatever. whatever. And uh, it's fine. She's just telling a story about her life. And it is true. Like, Scott Barnes told me that she used to hang around movie sets and, like, uh, he uh, would see her, like, walking to set because you could find out where people were filming. It's always listed. Yeah. You know, where film, film permits full locations for. And she would show up. And then Manila's like... so. So wait, are you saying you know J Lo? Uh, I've uh, I've been around. I've been Ricky around Martin, her. Alicia I've Keys, <laughs> Mark, me. I've uh, done events, and you know I don't. E- I don't even like to talk about that that part of my life. I don't like to talk. <laughs> wait, I don't need to talk. I'm, I don't wait. need to talk about it. I mean, and then Shangela says, "Do y'all smell that? It smells like lies." lies. <laughs> Just straight out. Straight I out. may be new to drag, but I'm, I'm not, not new, new to, to people. people. And, and I can I'm recognize a shade, stunt. and I can recognize stunts. <laughs> it's really all about Shangela's interviews, because she's like, you she's, listen to Carmen tell it, and they're friends from the block. They used to take, take the, the six, six together. together. She, <laughs> is, she has a memory like a, a trap locker. And yeah. she's just like the Mother Goose of this season telling all the tales and spinning them. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. Mother Goose. Again, I wish we had a bird Mother sound. Goosing about. <laughs> I need a bird. <laughs> okay. We're slowly becoming shock jocks. <laughs> we have what? a guest, Tiffany, in the studio. She is topless. Oh, I was like... <laughs> You're like where? And that's where you would use the bird sound. I don't. I I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I don't know. We need a toilet flushing sound. No, that's too far. Maybe season five. A bidet. Maybe season five. A bidet. A We're gurgle. classy. We're classy over here. Is that gurgling on your rectum? Uh, yes. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, 
or vegan and veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. And then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. So you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag and use code drag50 drag to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 drag at factormeals.com slash Drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Clocking in at number, number eight. This is... Uh, from Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Style. This is Shangela and Alexis sitting in the beautiful gold bar talking about Alexis's military boyfriend. <laughs> and that's him now. It's a ghost rattling chains. <laughs> um, so this military boyfriend has been a disputeful uh, moment of contention for a while because nobody could get the tea on it. You and think that, that he did, you think the fake military boyfriend is fake? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. And you think you you say that you have it on the jacket? Did, you have uh, it confirmed? Um, maybe her military boyfriend was was a ladies' eight. I think that, and ri- that's why his jacket fit. Yeah, Alexis and Mateo. you know the the ribbing at the top that red. I was like, that looks sewn on. <laughs> like, I don't. I'm. I'm also. She obviously embellished. Okay. Yeah. The military the ribbing, garment. Yeah, but the ribbing which is a felony. The ribbing should have been there naturally on the jacket before that. Um, when I just it comes to ribbing. You, I don't. I, I trust your judgment. I'm pretty sure the relationship didn't work out because like 
they couldn't like really they didn't really see each other because he was fictitious. (laughs) 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 Yeah. um, I. I don't know. I don't know who all is producing here. Me I mean, neither. I think it's clear to see that Alexis is like. Yes, it's. She's like she's doing she's doing the best she can to sell to to sell this story. And they put Shangela in there like Jane Polly to investigate and try to ask the right questions and twist. And in the end, she was like, you know, Alexis has emotions. Good. Yeah. But like, I felt like she was needling it her out of her. And I then, thought so too. I thought Shangela was like trying to get because she's the drag sleuth and she mm-hmm. will get to the truth. I thought she was like. So why don't you tell me a little bit more? <laughs> her head kept clocking from one o'clock to two o'clock to why three don't you, o'clock. Uh, so why don't you ever talk about this guy? Oh yeah. Um, to, and Alexis and is finally like, says, "I don't um, know. I don't know. I, we, I don't know." We had a lot of good experiences. He brought me very nice moments. He brought me very nice moments. Very specific things. Um, and I don't. And know. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we thank her for her service. All right. Clocking in at number <laughs> seven. seven. Uh, we have a, uh, it's kind of a continuing storyline. Of Rajan Shangela. Yes. The Rajan versus Shangela. So. Showdown. Raja, remember how Shangela looked really good at the reunion? And we were all like, ooh, Billy B did her makeup. Yeah, for season two. Raja helped her style it. But if you ask Shangela, who helped me pick out clothes? And who helped (laughs) me make out the Gaga-inspired corn ornament? And it's it's one of those things where uh, Shangela accepted the help Raja was offering when she saw her at the club and said, Because who wouldn't? You're so talented. Raja said, hi, I saw you performing and I saw you go on TV and I want to help you with an outfit, I'd be like... Let me help you be better. Go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah, please. You know, for sure. Uh, and then I guess some things had been returned in a manner that Raja... I always return it in the same condition or better. That's my kind of rule. Yeah. Um, and certain people don't return stuff when they pull things for styling. And I've seen that firsthand. Chandler's never pulled from me, but some people have returned stuff rotted. Oh, really? Yeah. And you're like, I hope my art pop wig isn't too rotted. I just returned it. That thing was okay. rotted anyway. It's no, just it's a big fine. old ball of hair. Um, <clears throat> yeah. The tea goes as follows. Yeah, that Raja and Shangela have this history because Shangela returned some items. The wig was one big dreadlock. It was the like, garments were soiled. soiled. The garments were not soiled. And then they cut to Raja eye rolling. Because the garments seem soiled. And so this is sort of an arc that happens because Raja tells it to a couple of girls, tells the same story, and then the next episode... Shangela gets wind. Well, yeah, and so Raja's like, fine, I'm just going to repeat it to Shangela. And it's pretty much word for word. Sometimes when this sort of thing happens, it's like a little bit different. It's like... Oh, well, I was just merely explaining mm-hmm. that. Like when you're telling it to their face, this was word for word the exact same thing. And she's just bringing she's it. She's being real. Yes. She's bringing it to light. And Shangela is not, not having it. Now, I don't. Do you think that Shangela is 
using the other girls in the competition? That's what Raja's insinuating. They definitely have shown evidence on season three of Raj of Shangela asking and accepting for help when offered. For sure. Yeah, with sewing and like uh, and some other things, you know? Yeah. I don't can I name those other things? No. Am I speaking in generalities? But my memory serves me as she did get help from stuff. You know, Yara helped her with sewing. Alexis helped her with hair. Yeah. She borrowed hair. Um, you know. One of the wigs did make it into my bag. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Che. And and uh, I think Bob the Drag Queen does this bit about uh you know that, that Shanita. You know, well, no, you Shangela know that a woman. Shangela was the OG Shanita. You know that a woman is perturbed when she starts doing a poll around the room. Wait, did you? Did I borrow anything from you at any point that I returned destroyed? Hey, excuse me. How about you? Did I? Uh, did you return? Did I? Did I borrow anything from you that was destroyed? Who else can I ask? Who else can I ask? There's only four girls in the room. But I do get that, like, <laughs> that Raja was saying, like, this is a competition and, like, Shangela's going around seeking the best of from everybody else, it seemed like a little bit, or accepting when offered. It just seemed like Raja was doing it on her own, Shangela wasn't, in Raja's mind. Yeah. Which, you know, valid. I wasn't there, but... Um, we we can cast deep conjecture, though. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Locking in at number seven. Oh, shit. Well, it's from episode seven. It's okay. a Ruhaha. And this is Delta when she's about to. Ruhaha. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> you know that song? No. It's yeah, the, the laughing, laughing song. Oh, I used Mickey to Mickey Box used to do no, it all the time. That would be a group number when we would do DWB group shows, you know, too. Trolls. I can't believe y'all cast that out as a group number. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's no words. Yes, there were. <laughs> and they smoked out of their noses. Oh, yes. I would find someone it. to make out with usually during that part. I've seen the act. <laughs> I think he did that in Pittsburgh, didn't he? Is that possible? Maybe. Did you do DWV in Pittsburgh ever? Probably, yeah. Must have been the night they drugged you. <laughs> <laughs> now I do it myself, Diva. <laughs> now you do it. Now you do it yourself. <laughs> All up in arms. They oh. drugged me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, drugs are so fun, though. Oh, why was I mad? Well, okay, so this is the moment where Delta knows she's going to be in the bottom, and she's having uh, she's having a meltdown. And I have had this meltdown more times than I can count. Yeah, in my own personal life, I've done it on TV. Uh, it's it's kind of a trademark. So I recognize what she's feeling. It's a swirling of feelings. Anxiety, disappointment, dread, horror. Don't talk about your drag like that. Oh wow. <laughs> and uh, okay, let's just play a little bit of it because because uh, it's kind of iconic. Rue, pick me. <laughs> Describing lip syncing for your life and as being a demeaning, you know. That's kind of what it is. I remember when I was waiting for the answer after my lip sync. I shut my eyes and they were like, can you open your eyes? And I was like, 
you oh you're 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 filming me you're trying to get something and i was i was just like no i had my head down and i was fine and then i waited till she came back out i was just like you're not gonna exploit me right now while i'm waiting for my quote-unquote fate to be decided it's like you know this is sort of a, a conundrum because sort of the whole basis of reality TV is who pick me. Oh, That's please. the whole premise. Yeah. And I agree with her that it is demeaning and it's stupid. It is. But you signed up for it. It's also something that we're. Yeah. It's also a great opportunity for us. Totally. And so I can I, I completely agree with where she's coming from because the whole process is is like emotional porn of yourself pretty I, much i mean delta knows she's going home she knows she's the the worst one of the week and she wants to spare the other girl having to lip sync she doesn't want to do it again she's done it twice already yeah. and won yeah. um and she knows third time you're going home i also think she might be one of the ones that got a letter under her door because i know her season carmen did her season three people got him. My season two people got him. Uh, Jiggly and um, oh I my think. goodness, yeah. We might have to bleep. She clearly feels like it's her time to go, and you're, yeah, she doesn't want to go through the the process. The bullshit. Of doing it. Yeah. Um. But you know what? <clears throat> I'm just any chances uh, to perform is a chance to shine. You know. That's true. and I, But I hear where she's coming from. She just wants to go someplace that people tip, you know? Yeah. And I think that she's feeling like, you know what? I know what's going on here. I know that it is my time to go. I don't need so to do the hoop jumping. So why don't I just go ahead and go? Yeah, let me just start packing now. But being a professional, she does. She goes out there and does it. She, and it also gives Manila an opportunity to give one of the most memorable lip syncs that have ever happened. True. And I think they both did a great job in it. And it was really touching. So, yeah, MacArthur Park was good. And it was Heather on Heather, as it should have been. Yeah. It wasn't some booger taking down a Heather. Yeah. She's a professional. She is. Deep salute. Salute, salute. Clocking uh, in, in at number, number five, five. Jocks and Frocks. Yes, and this is the Slava and Alexis flirtation. It is a saga. They show workroom moments. Slava saga? Tete a tets. Intimate moments. And Slava basically treats Alexis like his girlfriend, calling her his honey baby. And asked her yeah. to be his girlfriend. And Alexis is like, let me get you in this gig. You need to be my sister and look like me. Hold on. But then recounting the story, you've never seen Alexis so happy. She's like, so he's touching me and he's calling me sweetie. And, and honey. Uh, and, and baby. Honey and baby. <laughs> and he's touching my hands. Oh, and when he puts on the heels for the first time. His legs are shaking. And, and Yara Sophia chimes in and goes, the first, first time. Girl. The first ass time. And Carmen chimes back with the first time today. <laughs> because they Locked. say Yara is sure Slav is a drag queen. And maybe it wasn't before, but maybe this woke it up in him because he's a natural. He's a fish to water. Girl, he gigged with Alexis after the show. She got up in the gigs? Yeah, remember they did telephone? Yeah. They did an appearance. Oh, yeah. Listen, a lot of people find the accoutrements of womanhood to be, like, arousing. And, mm. and you know, maybe he was just, like, really titillated and, like, turned on by the whole thing. I'm going to start calling my butthole that. Oh, fuck my accoutrement of womanhood. 
Neko. <laughs> modern. Exactly. A modern man. That's what Slava is. The European. Yes. And it's kind of like looking into the future because I think that this is a trend that I hope is growing in America a little bit. Like yeah. a little bit more fluidity Kindness about. Too. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Like she's my friend. We like each other. And so like why why is everyone like making a big deal? Mm-hmm. And even us right now, we're we're like kind of making a big deal and joking about it. But like why is it a big deal? He likes Alexis. She's pretty and she's funny and they have a nice time. So mm-hmm. just what this world needs a jock and a frock. That's tea. Mm-hmm. Clocking in at number four. Rupala Palooza. That's right. This is the Shangela country music genre manipulation plan. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. I set the whole thing up. Ooh, can I get that reggae shoe? Because I love reggae. Like, dun, 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 dun. Here's the setup. Okay. Yes. As they were waiting in line to pick their genres As for the, the... The shoeless pit crew rolled in a bunch of yes. music genres. Disco, country, And pop. the girls get to choose whatever genre they want. And Manila chose straight down the line. And Man- yeah. and Shangela knew she would be last picked. Carmen was before that. Yes. And then so Carmen brings it up and says, uh, "Do you, were you being strategic by not picking me? I should have had four options, not two. If you would have picked me when you should have picked me instead of down the line. Yeah. And then uh, Manila, Manila just says, like, no, I'm just doing it for me. And Manila in All Stars says the same thing to like people's face. She's like, this is a yeah. game. This is what I'm doing. I really yeah. respect Manila for all that. Yeah. Yeah. So it gets down to the last two to pick their genres. And uh, Shangela and Carmen are waiting in line. And Shangela shows the clip. And Shangela's like, hey, Carmen, would I be able to get that reggae? Mm. I just love that music. And Carmen's giving her nooch. Carmen doesn't even hear it. And then Carmen goes up and picks reggae. But that makes sense because Carmen is going to pick whatever's cooler anyway. Carmen's the cool girl. And reggae is cooler than country. For sure. There was no way Carmen would ever pick country. In no world would Carmen have picked country. Yeah. So. So, I did it. And I do it again. I love that reggae music, Willem. I just saw a messy man. Well played. Yes. I don't, it, it was like all this in Chandler's head just spun a tail for nothing. Carmen wasn't going to pick country. No. Carmen's but not a country girl. It makes good TV and like an entire episode of Untucked is about Shangela. And so she's doing a good job of making really excellent television. And for that, I salute you. Salute, Truth salute. or blue? Clocking in number three. RuPaul's hair extravaganza. Yes, the episode where they had to make outfits completely out of hair. Yeah, but you're always told you're allowed to use your own undergarments and underpinnings and things. Okay. This is, okay. They, They tell us. This is the source of the drama. To lay it out for you, Shangela's talking with Yara, and Yara's like, Raja just got these amazing critiques, and you know what? She used fabric for her dress. Mm-hmm. Which you were supposed to make an outfit completely out of hair. So Yara's like, I think she used tulle 
and made her bodice out of it and then put hair on top of the tool. And then Raja comes in the room. Complaining about something poking her. And Shangela is like trying to get to the bottom of it. So she's like leaning over trying to stare at her outfit but pretending it's putting in her earbud. She puts hands on her to literally see. Oh, let me look. Where, let me, where, 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 what's poking you? Oh, oh baby, let me look, baby. Let me look. Help, let me help. Puts hands. Um, so Shangela is the Nancy Drew of drag, self-professed. And yeah. she is trying to get some like some, you know, deep seated let, tea. Let's see if she tells the truth. And then they send Manila and Raja in. Uh-huh. And Raja explains it. She says, Listen, I took a bunch of hair, felted it up, rolled it up, put it over some tool, and then spray adhesive, fixed it, and used that as fabric. That's how I made my thing bend up. Shangela asked, and it was kind of like a question she, she was just talking about in the room, mm-hmm. XYZ. And then it came up, and Raja was just like, This is how I did it. I like that Raja just took some stuff and did some shit with it because if you asked they would have said no so just do it and do it as best as you can and use your resources around the room it's drag you're always going to steal a pin or do something with something get some tape from behind the dj booth who knows you know it's drag fuck it i uh i agree with you i see where the other girls are coming from because it's a technicality however however a lot of rules on reality tv are are just there as a framework and they're just meant to be broken. Yeah, but if someone asks specifically about something, they're like, no, you can't. It's like, so you don't ask. So you just do it. Yeah. Some people break too many rules and get disqualified. But uh, this is not an... We'll be back. (laughs) This is... How dare you write to my... (laughs) This is not an instance where that... It's sort of like... Uh, an an example comes to mind with like with uh, Sharon Needles and they had to dress for the inaugural ball. Sharon didn't have any clothes. (laughs) And so she was like, I'm going to do an inaugural ball in the future in space. (laughs) And it's off the wall and she ends up right. And she ends up getting amazing critiques for it. So when it comes to the runway, you can kind of fuss and fidget a little bit. As long as it looks great. Mm-hmm. There's a recurring theme with specifically Yara and Alexis and Shangela throughout Untucked, where they go like, they bent the rules. Why are they getting high praise? And then the Raja, Manila, Act Delta, fool. they go, we think outside of the box. Yeah. And that was the big separation. Is there another example that you can think of right now? Cause that, uh, cause they make that money challenge. The money ball. Yeah. They both said, Alexis was like, if I was in Manila's dress, they would have told me I look like a pinata. If I was in Raja's dress, Manila's swimsuit had three chains of coins on it. It was jewelry. My swimsuit and Yara had like, her whole swimsuit was like made out of coins. So they really tried to stick to the rules. And then the others were like, yeah, it's a prompt. We're drag queens. Exactly. We do whatever we want. Yeah. I think that I think that on the runway it's more important if runway. it looks runway. great and it gets executed well. Yeah, for sure. It's a visual. That's the most important thing. So if there's a little technical thing that the technical tool. Right, technical tool uh Yeah. 
But I understand where the other girls are coming from because they all feel they all feel like they stuck to the rules and they had to work harder and uh, kind of sacrifice a, a really couture silhouette because they had to use just hair. And they were like, well, if I used fucking fabric, I could have made a fucking garment, too. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's a um, one of the one of the ongoing disputes of Drag Race history. Clocking in at number two. Make that money ball. Yes. Mm. Uh, this is the Yara is sad, Alexis is depressed, Manila, Manila and Raja, Raja tried to, to motivate, motivate Alexis. Alexis clip. <laughs> and basically, Yara is sad and Alexis... She knows she's going to go home. She, she's, she's given up in her mind. She hasn't given up in her mind yet, but we do see her give up on stage later. So this is right before that. But she's like, yeah, and she's like not even talking. She's like, I can't, she can't she, even speak. She, the writing's on the wall. She knew it was Raja's win for way back this season. And Alexis is kind of feeling like the judges have given her nothing but critiques and she could do more, but they'd be like, no, we like Raja better because she didn't do that. And it's one of those things where, okay, they have eyes and they have ears and they sense this is Raja's season. And I don't I don't blame them for giving up a little bit. Yeah. It's hard to continue to go forward if you feel like the whole thing is sort of stacked against you. I mean, Raja looks like Raja, and she was, like, picked by the producers. It's Raja. There was no— Yes. But I think— It was. I think, though, that there's still the possibility that, I don't know, maybe Raja would have cracked under the pressure in there— Maybe someone else would have come out of the woodwork and really just been outside of the box and crazy and and won it. So, like, even if the and I'm not saying this is the truth, but even if the producers and the the casting people were all like Raja, this is Raja's season, she's going to win. There's still a chance that Raja could fuck it up because she's a person and there's still a chance that someone else could have swept in and really just blown their expectations away. Listen, honey, they said no to you season three casting special. (laughs) I don't know when you're going to put it behind you. (sighs) So I think it's an excuse, and it's an excuse I've used in my own mind for a lot of things, to be like, uh, well, you know what? It's already predetermined. There's nothing I can do. It's rigged against me. So I might as well just fucking give up and bitch about it. If you believe that, you'd never go to an audition or audition for anything at all, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I understand where she's coming from, but it, I, I also can recognize it as an excuse to like to give up and, you know, to be like, well, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm amazing, but it was rigged against me. My favorite Destiny's Child album was The Writings on the Wall. I just saw a messy man. But. (laughs) (laughs) She's from Destiny's Child. Yeah, good one. (laughs) We know her. So, um, in the shower, I often bathe in this order. (laughs) 
I don't know why, but uh, it doesn't make sense to shower in that order. But I, I think that's. <laughs> and with this drought, to have such bountiful waters. <laughs> and clocking in at number one. You guessed it. You knew it. The most iconic moment, probably from Unchecked ever. Shangela, Mimi, Sugar Daddy fight. Yeah. Ooh, it's so iconic it has its own t-shirt. The sugar daddy fight. Sugar daddy fight. Ooh, not sugar baker, sugar daddy. I I feel like it's a spelling bee. Okay, the Shangela Mimi sugar daddy fight. <laughs> um, I do not have it. Wait, okay, let's start from the beginning. Okay, let's get it together, together. before, before you want to read. read. Uh, I do not have a sugar daddy. Uh, I've never had a sugar daddy. If I wanted to have a sugar, sugar daddy, daddy, I probably could go out and get, get one, one because I am what? Sickening. sickening. Everything I have, I have built for myself from the ground up. <laughs> you are not that kind of girl. <laughs> you could never have a sugar daddy because you are not that kind of girl. Everything I have, I've built for myself from the ground up. What's she saying? I'll never give glamour. Right. Mm-hmm. Harsh, true. Harsh <laughs> cut, drink throwing. So something happened. Something happened, and there's definitely ADR in there. Shangela has definitely. I think AD- they called them both into the booth afterward and said, "Honest, they did have a month off in the middle of production, but that was before or after this. Right after. This. Oh yeah, this was after they did take time off. I think legal was very concerned about this moment and how it was going to play out and go down. Oh, because there was like physical fighting. Yes. beyond just the drink throwing. That's what I'm going with. Yes, because that's what most of the people from season two have told me. Season three. Whatever this is. Whatever. Shangela was on both. Fuck you. That's facts. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> facts are facts, America. Facts are facts. Yeah, this is uh, an iconic moment. And I think it's just a, it's just a little, it's verging on, it's, I think it's a step a step too far, and it's not the direction that the show wanted to go, and I don't mm-hmm. think it's the direction the show should go. I wanted to bop a bitch once, and that was my other exit strategy, bopping oh. a bitch. I was going to bop a bitch. I d- the bitch doesn't need to be named, but I was going to bop her for on account of everybody who wanted to bop her wow. that season. Yeah, that was my exit strategy, and um, a girl ran her mouth in season three, Mimi, and she got bopped. Shangela bopped her. Yeah. So, I- Good. And it Drag. really was. <laughs> it, uh, it was out of pocket not to be able to see it because I wish they would have showed that bitch getting bopped because that bitch should get bopped. But cleaning the drink off of her <laughs> would be really. I mean, how do you get? Uh, how do you get? How do you? How do you, absolute you, vodka out of? You got to put in a little elbow grease. You know? <laughs> that sounds like cleaning, right? Uh, Well, Mimi came out of pocket by saying, you have a sugar daddy that bought you all your clothes with no facts to back it up. It's completely Sugar daddy buying hard fronts. No. (laughs) (laughs) Shangela would have better wigs if she had a sugar daddy during that season. And I say that with respect because Shangela has better wigs now. Alyssa Edwards is her sugar daddy. (laughs) I mean, she was in borrowed garments from all of Texas. Of course, yeah, because that's, that's what you do for drag race. EOY, too. You, you pull from all of your friends. 
Yes. The everyone gathers around you and they get you together and they send you out there representing your community. And Na- Naomi lip synced in my belt. <laughs> yeah. So you want to. Alexis Davenport did too, but she wore it as a bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> also, honorable mention is a quote that came out of this scene. I saw, saw the, the fishnets and they were ripped. Mariah Paris Balenciaga, Mariah Successful. Yes. Deep uh, friend of the pod. Salute, salute. Looking stunning. That was one of her most beautiful looks on the whole you, season. You wouldn't call it Judy Jessen Hooker, though. Because Mimi no, calls all the girls I, Judy Jessen Hooker and then does one of those like oval shapes with her finger around Shangela with a head that follows the finger. Like, like you're, It's like Judy Jessen Hooker is great. That sounds like... Gr- if someone assigned me for a challenge, okay, so you're going to do Judy Jessen Hooker, I'd say... Great. How many reveals do I need? You've been doing Judy Jessica Hooker for about four years. It's it's Galactic (laughs) Gunt. It's it's totally wonderful. Oh, so now I'm Judy Jessica Hooker. Hooker. Yeah. You saw the tights? Did you see the tights? Uh, Shangela should be a pollster. Honestly. If she ever retires from drag, which I hope she never does, she should be a pollster because she loves to go around the room. Excuse me, did you see the tights? <laughs> did you see the hole in the fishnets? Well, uh, let's ask these other girls. Did I anything from you that Soiled. I returned as a piece of garbage? <laughs> Ow. Wait, do we have bonus hole clips? Yeah, well, this is another... You already gave Mariah one, but this is another um, really lovely speech that she gives on Queens in Space. I'm just going to hold it up in the mic. Wherever they have dress. There are drag queens in the smallest towns that make it work. But that's drag, period, because at the end of the day, bitch, as long as we have a pomp, a piece of hair, and some kind of jewelry, and some trash to rummage through, we're going to come up with an effect. And when I tell you, we are the ones who are innovators, the innovators, the creators, and the driving force behind progress in humanity. And it's time that we take our power back from mainstream. Because I'm sorry, they've tried to erase us over history, throughout history. We write the story. Mimi tried to talk. That is a deep salute, salute moment from Raya Paris Balenciaga. I agree with everything she Gets said. Gets your right heart there. racing. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, drag queens are the driving force behind a lot of pop star stuff, which Girl. is like the, the pop culture, you know, the Nina West with the Sia, the, you know, Rihanna with her girls and, you know, yeah. Taylor and fuck all of them. It, a lot of it, uh, a lot of it comes from drag culture and is... It, especially more so now because glamour is so about being like over the top mm-hmm. and uh, innovative. Uh, so a lot of the inspiration comes from the drag Jack world and, and it has for oh. a long time. So uh, we salute you, Mariah Paris Balenciaga. What are these? Uh, what are you... We got oh, some honorable mentions. That, well, that was one honorable mention, right? Oh, the Mariah drag speech. Nice. And... Uh-oh, we go back to Ruhaha. Carmen's confused. She's like, I thought you were a porcupine. Remember uh, when she asked to see Manila's handbag and she says, Is that a real porcupine? Uh, and they go, Pineapple? <laughs> Who thought it was a porcupine? Carmen. Carmen. <laughs> God bless her. Salute, salute. But I do have one final uh, clip, which is the way the entire Untucked series ends. Bonus hole clip! 
Oh, I didn't see you come in. Yes. Oh, is that my Helix mattress? Put it over there. Thank you. Then RuPaul brings up a bucket of chicken and eats it. That's the, whole That's the final ending moment of Untucked Season 3. Um, well, they thought out of the box. They thought out of the bucket, too, apparently. Because <laughs> that chicken did not look fresh. That coating was falling off. Who fried that? RuPaul eating that bad chicken? The, the crunchy breading should stay on. It should never fall off how it did. That wasn't even good chicken. I'm sorry, Ru. I'm sorry, Mother. She's oh watching us right now behind the almond milk. She is. Banana berry oat smoothie. Oh, bitch, I gotta try this. You well, put... no, it's just the almond milk. Oh, that's a, a suggested serving. Yeah. Oh, man, they got me, gal. It looks good. Yeah. Does Raja say, when Raja's getting crowned, does she say, thanks, babe, to RuPaul? <laughs> I think she does. Do you have the gate clicker, Ru? Let's move out of our Airbnb. We're done. For she, no, she did. Really? Yes. Let's go back. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. I really think she says that. And then she's like doing the queen wave and says, I've, I've never, never done, done this, this before. Let's investigate. So what we do. We are the sleuth. We are. Nancy, Nancy the, Drew, too. Yes. We are the Nancy Drews of drag. The Drew, too, Court. We're, we're the Hardy Boys of drag. Hold, hold it up to the mic. Oh, it was do I wave, not babe. Sorry. I was projecting. The beginning of conjecture. I just thought it was very familiar to be like, thanks, babe. <laughs> I love um, this season. It's so fun. But I, I'm super excited to get to our next season, which we're happy I'm to announce. I'm excited about it, too. When we start it. Next week, we start season four. <laughs> Bam. That's right. We can't wait because you were there. <laughs> I was here. You came. You saw. You got disqualified. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us for season three of Race Chaser Classic. Doom, 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 doom. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we'd love for you to rate and review our little podcast. And don't forget to subscribe Wednesdays and Thursdays. Hakas. That's right. Friday. Hakas. <laughs> Gosh. And our Instagram, you can follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. And plus, bonus whole content is available <laughs> now at patreon.com slash Willem. Wow. It's pay to play. So just choose a video you like and leave the coins on the dresser and hit the doll. No. My time is expensive, so you better hit it. <laughs> you can search for Race Chaser content by uh, searching. <laughs> you sear it in with a grill. Searching the hashtag race chase. Ah! And slide on into those DMs with your scalding hot tea. An insider dish with explicit tricks. Yes. Email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week for season four. And it'll be much better. <laughs> Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Dog.
Brace Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. <laughs>